Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 229. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. Communities with shared interests, values, thoughts, and attitudes encourage us to live better, to strive for more, and focus on the results we're looking for, creating a sense of belonging, acceptance, understanding, and inspiration. This is exactly what you get from joining my free Discord community, Motivated Minds. On top of this, this group enables me to interact with each of you real-time for more in-depth conversations. Click the link in the show notes to join today. See you all in the group. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Critical thinking is a learned ability that must be taught. Most individuals never learn it. Everything in our life is at risk if we don't all learn to think more critically. Thinking critically gives us the ability to analyze logically and comprehend the logical link between concepts. Critical thinking skills are a fundamental skill for success in all areas of life. The consequences of our inability to process and analyze information effectively can act as a massive speed bump in our success. So what are these critical thinking skills? How can we practice and leverage these skills to accelerate our success? Number one, pattern recognition. In other words, figuring out what things have in common. Our brains are pattern recognition machines. We constantly analyze the similarities between people, 
events, and scenarios to make decisions. Pattern recognition is how we deduce danger. It's also how we prosper. So what's an example? Let's say that you love sports. More specifically, let's say it's baseball. Simply ask yourself, what do all the great hitters have in common? What do they all do the same? What do they do differently? When does a manager usually come out of the pitcher's mound? Why do you think that is? I've done this throughout my life in many different ways. Specifically analyzing those that are happy and successful. I've asked myself repeatedly, what are the common threads amongst high-performing individuals? What do they do on and off the court, metaphorically speaking, And throughout my life, when I determined what those things were, I implemented them in my life through things like habits and rituals in my behavior. And I pass those along to each of you every week. Pattern recognition can be a powerful, critical thinking tool. Evidence sits all around us. All we need to do is be willing to dive a little deeper. The answers are not as difficult to find as many think. Number two, reverse engineering. In other words, figuring out what's required. It's nearly impossible to create anything if we can't first picture it in our mind. Effective thinkers begin with the results in mind and they work backwards to determine what steps they need to take. The whole informs the parts. When we can picture the result, it propels us to think about the steps that will get us there. So how can we use reverse engineering in our daily lives? Let's say you've set a vision for your health. You've acknowledged that you want to lose 10 pounds this month. Before you jump into that goal and just grasp at straws, take a step back. Work backwards before you begin. What's the end date that you have in mind to lose those 10 pounds? Based on that date, you'll be able to identify how many days you have to hit that 10-pound goal. This will allow you to break that total weight down by week. Now, What will you need to do to hit those weekly targets? What habits will you need to adopt or remove? What parameters will you need to put in place to ensure you hit those targets? Maybe you've identified four different healthy routines you want to implement weekly. Which one of those will you work on first? Which will come second and on and on and on? Starting at the end and working backwards allows us to fill in the gaps in between. This allows us to not only envision the result, but how we get to that result without feeling overwhelmed, disheartened, or confused. This is where most people trip before they even stand up fully. And this is also 
what deters most from even taking action. It interrupts our clarity. And that lack of clarity leads to greater uncertainty. And most people instinctively run away from that. Number three, inference. In other words, figuring out why something happened. We won't always have all the facts. And a smart person doesn't always need them. They're able to analyze scattered facts and make deductions about why and how certain outcomes came to be. We can train ourselves to do this too. So how can we improve our inference? When faced with a new scenario or situation to evaluate, try skimming for clues. Make it a point to ask yourself what you think is going on. This allows us to look beyond simply what others are saying and assuming. It allows us to go deeper and make observations based on data. Let's look at an example. Let's say you're driving down the street and you see a stray dog walking along the road. Ask yourself, how do I think the dog got there? What might have happened that led them to be stray? What are some possible explanations? And which of those are most likely? Why is one more likely than the other? Simple everyday occurrences can act as an opportunity to refine our inference as it relates to our success, progress in life, or even our struggles in life. We can use the same tactics and ask ourselves these same questions. Slowing down to figure out why and how we arrived where we stand today can be life-altering. Each of us are so caught up in life that we fail to step aside and analyze it from afar. Analyze things like our behaviors, our habits and patterns, and most importantly, dive into the roots of those behaviors, the thing that originally set those things into motion. When we identify the why, we can move through life more tactfully. Number four, prediction. In other words, figuring out what will happen next. We constantly predict, and most of us don't even realize it. For example, how many times have you been walking outside and all of a sudden the clouds roll in and it becomes extremely dark? What do we predict next? That it's going to rain. We make about 35,000 decisions a day. A majority of those decisions are predicated off of past experiences and influences from those around us. Cause and effect runs our lives. It circles around us daily. And it's critical that we constantly determine the consequences of our actions. If we can't deduce an action's outcome, we can't make beneficial decisions. And if we continually make bad or poor decisions... We tend to lead horrible lives. A great example of these 
predictions, which most of us use incorrectly, is predicting that Monday is going to be bad or that the weekend will bring pure joy and happiness just because it's not the week. And these poor predictions set us up to live days that are filled with misery just because we predicted it would go as such. We convinced ourselves. And enough convincing brings those things to reality. We can each use predictions to our benefit in a more healthy manner. So how can we practice these predictions? Well, simple thought experiments are a great way to build this muscle. What would happen if you left the lights on overnight? What would happen if you ate whatever you wanted? If you stayed up late every night? What would happen if you woke up 30 minutes earlier every day? What would happen if you read a book a month? What would happen if you tried a new thing every week from food to putting yourself in uncomfortable situations? Lastly, ask yourself, why? Why and why again? This could also mean predicting or envisioning an outcome due to achieving your goals or not achieving your goals. This can be an extremely powerful exercise when we want to engage in unhealthy choices or habits or behaviors. Because when we predict the future after making poor decisions and envision that future, it may very well deter us from taking that action to begin with because we are disgusted by the result. Number five, synthesis. In other words, figuring out what's important. We sort through massive amounts of information daily and hopefully retain what's relevant and discard what's not. Our brains are incredible, but they function best when we're able to focus on what matters and ignore what doesn't. Whether it be goals we've set for ourselves, deadlines for a project, prioritizing, society saying you should go a different path, listening to the crowd, engaging in deep work, the list is almost endless. When we synthesize successfully, we are able to present ourselves and others with new ideas because these ideas are based on interpretations of other evidence or arguments we've uncovered. And this is extremely critical because it allows us to open our minds to things we once failed to see. This leads to endless opportunities. So what's a simple exercise we can deploy in our daily lives? If you're watching a movie, simply determine the following. Who's the main character? Summarize the plot. Ask yourself what the main character wants to accomplish and why. And analyze why the antagonist wants to keep the main character from achieving it and why. The world is full of data. Every day, events can be used to spur 
countless conversations about how the world works. And once we understand how the world works, like a complex lock, we can design a key that grants us access to the rooms we want to explore. So, to recap, number one, pattern recognition. Figure out what things have in common. Our brains are pattern recognition machines. We constantly analyze the similarities between people, events, and scenarios to make decisions. Pattern recognition is how we deduce danger. It's also how we prosper. Number two, reverse engineering. Figure out what's required. It's nearly impossible to create anything if we can't first picture it in our mind. Effective thinkers begin with the result in mind, and they work backwards to determine what steps they need to take. The whole informs the parts. Number three, inference. Figure out why something happened. We won't always have all the facts, and a smart person doesn't always need them. They're able to analyze scattered facts and make deductions about why and how certain outcomes came to be. Number four, prediction. Figure out what will happen next. Cause and effect runs our lives. We must constantly determine the consequences of our actions or lack thereof. If we can't deduce an action's outcome, we can't make beneficial decisions. And if we make bad decisions, we tend to lead horrible lives. Number five, synthesis. Figure out what's important. We sort through massive amounts of data and information, retaining what's relevant and hopefully discarding what's not. Our brains are incredible, but they function best when we're able to focus on what matters and ignore what doesn't. This week's shout out is by Amori, who sent me a DM on Instagram. I discovered your podcast during 2020 and it has seriously helped me get through so much. I was having to close my business because of the pandemic and it helped me get through that and more. My partner even enjoys listening to you with me and he's extremely picky about motivational content. He finds most of it unrealistic and corny, but not yours. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into five critical thinking skills to master. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening.
The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.